0: episode 46, 1% better with the four C's. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified triathlon life and weight coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlon. I'm here to assist you in gaining a stronger body and mind. And I'm excited to help you discover your inner athlete. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. I'm excited to be here. I just got done doing a long, beautiful run with the snow, but the sun. And so it was awesome. And hopefully you guys are out enjoying the sun, enjoying the snow, doing something fun. So, anyways, I'm really excited to talk about this today and the topics that we're we're going to discuss, and just a little bit to fill you in on what's been happening. Um, we have Team Elevate has finished, and those, which is a cool program because you do the six weeks, but then if you want to stay on, you can stay on for a continuation program. And I'm really excited about that. So I've been working on that, and that that's just starting this coming week, and then I'm getting ready to launch a new Team Elevate and working on some fun details for our incline hike for anyone that's signed up to come do that. So we have lots of fun stuff in the mix. And I'm also going to do, I'm leaving town for a little bit to go back to where I served my mission. I served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I'm going back to the exact same place that I served. I came home in 1999, so 22 years ago. And my really good friend's husband's a mission president where I served. So I'll be going back to the exact same pot place, the house where I, um, where I served when I was on a mission. You go to the mission home when you first get in and then you go to the mission home when you leave. So I'll get to go see that. So I'll have to report back in on how that's going. But so some fun stuff happening and just lots of life experiences helping me apply this work, help me apply my life coaching work to my life. And it's helping me grow. And I feel like find myself a little better every day, which will lead us into what we're going to talk about. We are going to talk about 1% better. And we're going to talk about how we can get 1% better by the four C's, which I'll explain in a little bit. But I want to share the story of 1% better. And Chris, his name is Chris Nickets. And uh, if you have not heard of him, or um, if you're not maybe in the triathlon world, or have heard of different things happening. I mean, he was on Sports Illustrated, and he was um, on NBC. He was on lots of different channels, but he was the first boy to do Down Syndrome to complete an Ironman, and he completed it in 16 hours and 46 minutes and 8 seconds. And just to fill you in a little bit about Ironman, you have 17 hours to complete it to... To actually qualify to say that you're an Ironman and he did it with a little shy of 14 minutes to spare <laughs> so it's so amazing and I mean I heard his story because he did it was Ironman 2020 it was Florida so it was in November which not to even mention that that was during the pandemic year and there was hardly any Ironmans that happened and like the stars would align that that one would happen so that he could do it and be the first one with Down syndrome to, Down syndrome to do it and it's amazing and he's such an inspiration and his big theme is one percent better and that's what I want to talk about today and I mean he I've listened to so many interviews but he said my strength is to fight through the pain I overcame fear I overcame anxiety I'm an Ironman I'm Chris Nickens so it's amazing that um the challenge of just Iron Man itself is a hard thing for most people to do and He said he didn't want to define his disabilities anymore. And I saw a quote that he put on his Instagram about, I think it was National Disabilities Days. And he says, "Um, we all have abilities, just like we all have disabilities, but please see our abilities. And I think that's amazing that not only does he, is he asking for us to see our abilities, but he took the chance to learn his abilities and also to learn what he was capable of with the abilities he had, how to make his capabilities better. And I just think that what an inspiration to all of us. And that's what we're all trying to do. And that's where we're going to lead in today is that most people come to me or I hear people talking and they're like, I just want to know how to do this. And once I know how to do it, then I'm going to start it. And I want to back it up even to Chris, when he decided to do this, he had to commit to doing this. I mean, this had never been done before, an Ironman in, with his disabilities had never been done. So he had to commit before he knew if he could even do it, because no one else had done it before him. So he didn't know what you know his capabilities per se were, and he didn't know if he would really be able to do it, but he had to commit. And that's going to be the first step, the first C that we need to do, is to be committed. And... And that just, I want to just, we're going to talk about that for a minute because a lot of times people are like, well, how do I be committed? And commitment is is interesting because it is, um, a lot of times people say, well, I'll try to do that. But trying and being committed are, um, you know, actually two different things. So the definition for commitment is the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause or activity, or et cetera. And um, as I was looking up some of the similar words that went to committed, it is dedicated, devoted, faithful, loyal. All those things are what committed means. And so when we, when we say we're committed to something, and it doesn't mean we say we're committed one time, never like have to revisit that commitment. Right. And I was sharing this in my team elevated class because it's one of the topics that we talked about is that like, if you got married and your husband just said, I love you and never says, I love you again, the rest of the time you would want him to probably say that, or you'd want to yourself to know, like, do we still love each other? Right. Like we don't just get to say it one time, just like we don't get to commit one time. We have to keep revisiting that commitment and stranding it over and over again, which leads me to the story that I'm going to share. And I think it helps us see that our commitment level deepens as we continue to commit and recommit and commit over and over again, as we get some confidence behind that. So it's kind of like a cycle that goes around and around. So me and my husband had been dating for a couple of weeks and I'm thinking we'd like each other. We'd held hands at other times, but this instance, we'd gone to his mom's house. I believe it was his birthday and we got out of the car, we were holding hands and his And we walked around this corner and his mom was there and he dropped my hand and I was like, okay, we just kept going all the night. And later on I asked him, I'm like, why did you let go of my hand? And he's like, well, I didn't, I mean, I don't know what my mom was going to say. We just barely started dating and I don't know, you know, I don't want her to ask all these questions and I don't know how to answer them and all these different things. Right. So as time would you know, go on, we would eventually hold hands in front of his mom, hold hands in front of everyone eventually we got engaged and then married eight months later so we we made progress and the commitment level continued to grow and grow right but at first his commitment was you know like when you get into a relationship you don't know where your commitment lies you don't know how committed you are you know you're kind of scared of is this going to last do I want it to last all these different things right or do I really want people to know about this and looking back now I can laugh but I think maybe I was like what you don't want people to know but um that's what I want to talk to, I was talking to my class about because we were working on weight loss and our commitment with our healthy food plan and our healthy lifestyle and um, which we'll talk about the first one is commitment but the second is courage through our challenges which'll we'll, we I'll talk about how what are some of the challenges when we do this but when we're committed to our food plan when we have to show up in different areas of our lives if it's around people and how, to, how do we like approach people when they say what are you doing with your food or why are you not eating that? Or when we have to get around, um, you know, social, social situations when we want to kind of just go with the norm. Like how do we handle that? And, um, how, how do we show up in our commitment level? And where is it at? And sometimes when our commitment level is not as high, when it's a new thing, we doubt ourselves more. And as we go into the next step, the courage, sometimes we don't have as much courage as we want. So, we have to see where the commitment lies. We have to see, you know, what, how we're dedicated, how we're devoted to this. And when we are committed, it means that we're going to stay with it until we get through it. It doesn't mean that when it gets hard or when we have, uh, you know, opposition or challenges in our ways that we stop because that's not committed. Right. So dedication, devotion, faithfulness, all those words that are adjectives that's helped us understand the commitment. And just like we talk about about Chris, the Iron Man he had to stick with it like he had to stick with it through his fear through his disabilities he was committed to getting through an ironman and he did but it wasn't without any kind of failure and a lot of times people say to me which um so just so we know so i can um the first is commitment the second is courage the third is capabilities and the fourth is confidence and that's um some studies from dan Sullivan, and we're just summarizing it but he so when Chris did that, he had to have the courage, and he learned capability, which confidence came, right? And that's what I want us to really be observing this whole time that people always say to me, you know, just tell me the how, and I'll do it. I'm like, no, no, we got the back, that would be the third one, the how is the capability, right? We have to back up to the first step and be committed and staying with it through the good and the bad, through the challenges and everything, and that's how we learn. So that's where our commitment lies, Right? That's how Chris did it. He committed first, and then the car, then the dominoes fell fell into his courage to overcome the fear and overcome the anxiety. And then the next one was his capability to one percent better every day. So he had a workout plan, and he just kept getting stronger and stronger every day until the confidence came where he knew he could to- toy the line, tow the line with other triathletes, and he completed it. Right. Okay, so now we're going to go on to the second, the second step, and that's courage. And this is where I think uh, we fall short. <laughs> so we all want to be committed, and, and again, as we keep going through this process, we want to be committed, and we may have to go back and recommit. We may have to go back to our why and start really questioning what our why was when we started. And I like to ask people when they start, like, just give me your why right now. And sometimes the why deepens, but so that when we go back and be like, what was your commitment again? And why did you do it? We can go back to that, right? So remember that, that the why and the why can always be getting deeper and deeper as we uncover more. But when we get to courage, this is when this is when the push comes to shove. And this is when we're like, are we going to stay with our commitment? Are we really going to overcome the fear? Are we really going to overcome that anxiety that wants to stop us that I talked about last week, right? That we have, we acknowledge that we have fear and overcoming fear doesn't mean that we throw it away. It just means that we don't let, we don't let fear override us. We overcome it as far as we put it in the backseat and let it be there, but that we stay in charge, that we choose courage to stay in charge. So I, I got permission from my daughter to share this story. But I had done the podcast and then I'd gone skiing with a bunch of people um, for the weekend. And my daughter, her big commitment this year was to get better at skiing. And she's really been devoted to it. She's really like been dedicated to going as much as she can. And she's really pushing herself on hard runs. So this day would be like none other except for the fact that we're like, okay, hey, well, let's, we're going to go on a run. So we get to the top of this run and it's a double black diamond. It's called Headwall. And, and to be honest, like, it was a hard run. I'm not going to try to downplay. It was hard. There was a fresh powder. It was, it, there was, like, um, not a lot of open space and with a lot of trees. So she gets down. We get down a little opening way to when we we look and it's a little bit more narrow and it's just a lot of trees and a lot of snow and there's really no way out at this point. And so I had gone down thinking my daughter was gonna follow me and I got down a little lower and I looked up and she was like at this little ledge where you'd have to kind of, not ledge, but kind of a little holding place before you could start into the next the next trail down. She was just standing there and I was like wanting to be like, this is the moment of truth. This is the next step in this commitment is when we choose courage even those fears there. And after she later told me that her heart rate was skyrocket, right? Because the fear and the anxiety of going down this part that she, she wanted to do, but that was scary, right? She didn't know how to necessarily do this. Like She wanted to know how to do it, how to be capable, but that wasn't going to be what was happening. We have to have the courage to do the challenges to get to the third one, which is capability. So she was so scared at the top and her heart was racing and she just stood there. And a lot of options went through her head. Like, maybe I'll just take my ski boots off and walk down. And I was like, nope, that that option, I'm going to let you know, is not going to work. <laughs> it's going to be a lot harder because there's lots and lots of deep powder. And I was like, really, the only way down is to turn your skis and start going down the mountain. And she kept being like, I'm afraid I'm going to fall. And my answer back to her is like, of course, you're going to fall. And I want to say that to all of us. Like the cur- When we choose courage in this next step, we say we're afraid we're going to fall or fail or mess up. And most likely you are. But that is like the courage through the challenge is actually where we learn the capability is really where we learn the how, because a lot of people want to tell us the how. But if we haven't done it, we have to exper we have to experience it. And we don't get to the how unless we really have the thoughts that we're committed. And with that commitment, like I'm committed, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose the courage through the challenges to get me to the action to do it. And the action is where we start doing the capability part, right? That's the thing we actually need to know how to do. So she turned her skis and started going down after quite a little while. And I like to call it Bryn moments now when we just pause and we have to decide, is fear or courage going to drive this train, right? <laughs> and I think we all have those moments and we have to be like, who who's driving today? And it takes a lot of mustering to be like, this is uncomfortable, but courage is doing it. And she chose courage. She turned her skis and what well, would you know? She fell, right? Super steep and she's not used to, it. she fell coming down. And she would go a little bit further, fall coming down, and it was kind of a longer run than she'd anticipated. And she was like flustered, right? It's not like when we're in the moment, we're loving it. We're not loving the courage through the challenge, right? That is uncomfortable, and no one would say they really like that. And I know she didn't like it. She, we finally got her down with, to be honest, with a little frustration on my part because I wasn't really sure how. Um, I, she just needed to have the courage and to be really willing to fall. And I was just like, let's do this. And I you know, I was trying to get her down as best as I could. So she gets down to the bottom and well, to the bottom before we're going to just hit a single black diamond. And she was a little flustered. And I was like, listen, like you just chose courage to get down. And now I want you to see what you learned getting down and how it's going to be down, going down this black diamond that in the past, maybe it would have been a little harder for her. So we go and finish this run and she gets the bottom she's like wow that wasn't even hard just like a regular black for her and that's really what she'd been working on trying to get better at doing black diamonds so it was awesome to see this and then she felt like she could go and tackle you know any black diamond she wasn't really like all the way confident yet in doing the double black diamonds but that just comes right that comes by continuing to commit to it again having the courage through the challenges and then finding our capability because then she is getting better And then you have more confidence to keep at the next cycle to commit again. And that's what I said when the very first part, like how does our commitment deepen? We commit, we do the cycle because then we go to the courage through challenges, then we go through the capability Then we get to the confidence and we're ready to start it again. And that's the 1% better that takes us. And we get that 1% better over and over and over again. That adds up, right? So we get to a capability point. And this is how I want to say it is for Chris. This is how it was for me when I started in triathlons. I started back in 1999 and I was just doing sprints and I didn't know how. But my commitment, which I've expressed before, was to become an Ironman someday, and I knew that there'd be steps along the way. So I was committed to becoming a triathlete. That was my commitment. And then I had to have courage to take to do very, my very, very first one was a sprint. It was in a pool in Bountiful, Utah. (laughs) And I, I think I came out of the pool the very last. But luckily, I knew how to bike just from previous years of biking on a mountain bike. And I had ran in high school, so I could do that. But I didn't know how to swim. But I chose courage through my challenges. And that's what committed me to like, I was like, I'm going to do this. And then I knew that I'd have a challenge of swimming, which is still something I work on, but I, I'm getting stronger and better every day. And just as like a runner, like w- if you want to go do a marathon, right, you have to have the challenge of adding the different miles to your marathon of, of your training all the time, right? Because that, that courage through those challenges or the challenges, are being called a goal, that's actually what strengthened us. To be able to get all the miles in so that we can go do a marathon or with strength training. If we want to get stronger and build, build muscles, we have to add weights and continue to add more weights to get stronger. And that's exactly how we can look at it, at, at it with our, with different areas in our life, becoming a better skier or in a relationship. And with, you know, me and my husband were doing it and we were dating, we continued to like, we would, you know, navigate through the challenges and we would stay together longer and we'd learn to um, love each other more where he learned to hold my hand more and more until we got married, you know? And the same thing is with our food, right? We, uh, when we're in a new relationship and the commitment is there, but we, when we go through a, a, you know, have this courage or this challenge ahead of us and say, this is in a social situation where, we don't know how we're going to handle it because it's kind of a new situation. And we go through it and we're, we're scared and we have anxiety. What a friend will say to us or, or they're going to question, like, why are you doing this again? Like this, you know, in our head, we tell us a story that they're going to think, why are they starting something new again? Or why are they doing this again? Or all the story we we get through that situation and we learned we learned that we l- could handle a little better than the time before or we learned to. Um, love ourselves through that situation a little better and what people said we didn't make it mean so much to us and we got stronger through that situation. Then we learned capability with the relationship. Then we learned to have more confidence in this food, you know, this food relationship or this health relationship that that we want, then we go and do it again. And that's, we commit even deeper because we're like, okay, we had that experience. And now I, now I know I have a little more capability when I show up and I can just handle situations, let them think what they want and not have to people please as much and not have to feel obligated to eat the food because they say it because I can, I can hold my own space because I've done These different levels of commitment, and I've I've stood my ground. I've had courage, even when I wanted to just kind of curl in a ball or just give in and say, "I'm I'm going to eat whatever you say," because I feel obligated or because I'm in a social situation, right? And then we get that capability, and we get even if that confidence is only one percent, we get that, and that builds us to the next. And the last thing is, is that. I believe we're all striving to become more confident in whatever area that we're not as confident in, right? And if like I said, I've shared that different stories of being a triathlete or being a skier or in a relationship with, you know, a new boyfriend or in a relationship with our husband or in a relationship with food. All those areas when we take the four steps of the C's, when we like commit to it, always revisiting the commitment. When we have the courage through the challenges, when we overcome the fear. Then we get capability. Then we begin to learn how. And then we get the confidence to be like, the confidence just like sets us back to the cycle that I can commit even deeper, basically, right? And then we're committed even more. And it is a lifetime commitment to anything that we want to be better at, right? The same thing like when I became a triathlete in 1999 and now I'm still becoming a triathlete, I am still deepening my commitment level to the sport all the time. I don't just stop. I don't just be like, oh, well, I was committed in 1999. No, I revisit that as I go through this cycle of all the four C's. I revisit it and it makes my commitment stronger. And then I go through the four cycles again. And I and through the years, it's gotten stronger and stronger. And the same is with like my relationship with my husband. Like we are now, we we are deeper into this commitment. And that's the deeper it is with my health journey as well. Like When I started back then, like, I have been through different tweaks, and I've been through different, like, having courage and challenges, and sometimes selling through those challenges. And I tweak it more and more to where I, the confidence comes in me feeling better about myself and wanting to have a deeper commitment to keep that going, to keep finding that feel better about myself kind of feeling. And so I just want to, like, everyone to know that we have the chance to be 1% better and that it comes very, very first by taking the commitment. And then we we the courage and the challenge is what builds us and strengthens us, that gives us the capability, that gives us that strength, that gives us the confidence to keep going. And then we just get to do that for the rest of our lives. But it's so cool because it really is like peeling an onion back, right? All the layers that we find about ourselves when we continue to do this is amazing. So I just want to challenge each of us to do this, to to realize that when the fear and anxiety is there, like we talked about in podcasts or the one last week, is that's our chance to really strengthen our mental capability, right? Just like it is when we strengthen our physical capability, that's the time. And it doesn't necessarily feel good in that time, but we do it and then we reap the benefits of the capability and the confidence. And we get to start all over again. But we start learning how to do that and it becomes a tool in our toolbox to anything that we want to do. So I can't wait for you to experience this, try the four C's out, and at the end of the day, you're like, I'm 1% better, right? Even if we fail, we learn. And we learn another way like not to do it, or to do it, that's the capability that we learn, right? And then we get the confidence and we try it again. And that's the amazing thing. And to learn tools in our toolbox to put into any situation is really what I want to share with you. So try it out. Tell me what you're working on. Tell me what you're trying to get 1% better in. And then after a year goes by, you're like, wow, like that 1% really, really added up, right? And look where I am today. So I can't wait to see how that goes for you. And I will be back next Wednesday. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Would you like to achieve the things you know you want to do? I offer one-on-one coaching and a new program called Team Elevate. It is a small group program that lasts six weeks. Inside the program, we work on goals and finding strategies to get you through your challenges. I also help you create a food protocol and I create your own personalized exercise program. It's like joining a gym for your body and your mind. You can find out more information on my website at camibanks.com, or reach out to me on Instagram at Coaching. Also, if you like this podcast, I would love for you to subscribe, rate and review it and share it with a friend. And most of all, thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. Bye bye.